Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women Podcast. So recently, as of when I'm making this Friday, I make them ahead of time, in case y'all didn't know. (laughs) I recently made a video on my Facebook page. If you search at Megan Hall Inspired, it's right there. That's the handle, both on Facebook and Instagram. On Twitter, it's at Meg Hall Inspired because Twitter's dumb and doesn't allow you enough letters. Anyways, <laughs> I made a really scary announcement on my Facebook page. And if you guys didn't know, Monday through Friday on the at Meg, Megan Hall Inspired on Facebook, I actually do Facebook Lives Monday through Friday. Um, for the most part, sometimes I miss a day because, you know, chaos, kids, you know, crap chaos kids crap um maybe if we change it from kids to child we all sees but anyways i made a, a scary announcement that i was going to be taking a break indefinitely from alcohol you see my relationship with alcohol started when i was a teenager and i say it started when i was a teenager but it actually started before that i mean when i was a teenager was when i first drank alcohol but It started before that because people in my life, adults around me, uh, did not show me very positive examples of what somebody, what kind of relationship somebody should have with alcohol. Now, it's not to blame them, but alcohol was literally growing up a part of everything. Any family reunion, any wedding, any barbecue, any Wednesday night, you know, uh, there was always alcohol in our house and alcohol was everywhere. I witnessed a lot of adults that had, did not have very positive relationships or healthy relationships with alcohol. So that being said, when I was 16, I remember um, getting Smirnoff, a six pack of Smirnoff or my car lemonade, one of those, for my birthday, being able to drink it. I remember stealing booze from uh, people's coolers. I remember the summer, the summer I was 17 and we went camping. My mom's boyfriend's son was giving me Captain and Cokes to drink. Alcohol, I realized alcohol made me feel good, right? I'm an empath, so... I absorb, I'm the type of empath that I absorb a lot of energy. I can feel the energy in a room. I can kind of, you know, gauge people's feelings. It's very overwhelming. But also, growing up, I didn't have the best self-esteem. I was really introverted and kind of shy. But alcohol gave me like this liquid courage that I could do anything and be anything. And I no longer, it was a buffer between me and all those feelings and all that energy because when I'm drunk, I'm not feeling shit. So as a teenager, this habit started, right? So I could fit in and I could feel good and drunk Megan was fun Megan. And then in college, that relationship became even more volatile because at that point in time, I had 
access, easy access to alcohol. And I remember the first time I drank at a bar, I was only 20. And my friend's like, I know the bartenders and I know she was only 22. I, or she was only 20 also. <laughs> she said, I know the bartenders and I know the bouncers. I can get you in. No problem. And so I started going to the bars all the time. And I had all these new friends. Now I want to put that in quotation marks because now only like one of those people still talks to me. But it was like when I was drinking, people accepted me, guys were interested in me. Of course, guys are interested in drunk chicks. They're an easy lay. But anyways, you know, and my relationship with alcohol became very toxic. I was blacking out a lot. If you never blacked out in your life, it's where you drink so much that you remember nothing the next day. And my college years were spent blacking out a lot. Now, you know what? I tell people all the time, I... I used to say I dropped out of my last semester of college. I actually flunked out of my last semester of college. And a lot had to do with this relationship with alcohol. For many years, I tried to deny it. I was like, I tried to, you know, manage too many things. I was trying to be a full-time mom and work full-time and go to school full-time and have a social life. And well, you know, maybe I shouldn't have chosen a social life. No, maybe I shouldn't have chosen a social life that involved me going to the bar six, five, six, seven days, evenings a week, you know. I'm surprised my liver still functions at this point in time. So towards the end of my college, I actually got into a relationship uh, with somebody who had a drinking problem. Let's back it up a little bit. Um, Let's tell you about a few times when I was drinking in college, like the time I got roofied and was found on a curb with my top ripped and bleeding in places I shouldn't be bleeding. Yeah. Don't know to this day what happened to me. No idea. Things like that that were really scary and should have been points in time where I was like, maybe I should scale it back or maybe I should quit. But I didn't because I was addicted to the feeling of being accepted, of having all those friends. I was finally, because I was a little nerd growing up, I finally had all these friends and cool people liked me. Guys that didn't like me in high school liked me now ridiculous shit. I know. But all right. I ended up in a relationship with an alcoholic and drug addict. I was in that relationship for many years. I'll actually link up in the show notes my abuse story I I share. I will preface it with uh, he was only verbally and only got physically abusive when he was drinking or on drugs. I don't honestly, and this isn't just my like, because I was with him. I honestly don't think that he was like that as a real person because there was about six months that he was sober. But I refused to stop drinking. Now, we didn't have alcohol in our house, but I would go with friends, family, or whoever and drink. So even though he had expressed his need for me to stop drinking and to support him, I didn't. Uh because I am a selfish son of a bitch. I will just, I'll be on. I am really, I inherently am a selfish person. And that's not always a bad thing, but it can be when situations like this occur. So I didn't stop drinking. And of course he started drinking again. Now some people who are alcoholics will say, well, if he was really sober, he would have just stayed sober. It's not that hard to be around people who are drinking. However, 
I think in the very beginning stages, it's definitely something that you should probably not be around. You should not be smelling it on your fiance's breath, you know, that sort of thing. But I can't go back and change that. I can't go back and take that back. But I literally, when I left that relationship, I moved in with my sister. And of course, there was always, you know, beer or something around. I went back to my going to the bar, you know, when I could, when I had somebody to watch my kids. And continued with my not so positive relationship with alcohol. Now, I wouldn't say at this time I was blacking out all the time. Actually, I don't even know if I blacked out even once this whole time. I'd gone quite a few years without like blacking out. So there's, I mean, I was pretty proud of that, but I um, still was, you know, drinking my feelings, drinking my, so I didn't have to Alcohol is my buffer to not have to feel my feelings, to not have to feel how I was feeling, to numb myself out, to not have to deal with my social anxiety or deal with how I felt around other people or any of those things. And again, I was wanted when I was drunk, right? I was always wanted and I had just gotten out of a relationship. Well, only a couple months later, I met my husband at a wedding and of course I was drinking at the wedding (laughs) and... Um, for some odd reason, the man fell in love with me and here we are almost eight years later, still married, but in the very beginning, I'll tell you about the day we got married. The day we got married, we went to courthouse, got married, we went to a local bar. I got hammered. He literally had to, well, he carried me in the house anyways, because we had just got married. He had to lay me down in my wedding dress and I passed the fuck out. So that's my memory of my wedding day. You know, all of these memories are attached with alcohol and they're not always positive. Like, it would have been nice if I had just gone out to dinner with my husband, you know, and celebrated our marriage and our love for each other. But the first couple years of our marriage, anytime I would drink, I would drink to excess and usually black out and verbally abuse him. And I mean tear him apart. I was a hurt person taking my anger and hurt out on somebody else. Well, with therapy and a lot of self-care, I got better and my relationship with alcohol got better where it wasn't as ridiculous or out of control. And I was like, oh, I got this. I got this, right? But then I would see cycles of when I got really stressed out or really emotional where I would start drinking to excess again. And This little voice inside my head in the last year has been saying, this is not serving you anymore. You really need to let this go. Like, it's not necessary. And my husband had said that on multiple occasions. He said, you know, I don't really like alcohol being in the house. So a lot of times we didn't have it in the house. He said, you know, I really don't see the, your, your side of feeling like you always have to drink. Like when we go out to dinner or when we go to a social event or anything like that, he's like, I don't, I don't understand it. Partially because he didn't grow up in a household where that, where he had the childhood programming of alcohol being around everything. Like he didn't have that as much as I did. So, you know, this voice inside of me after like all these years of like, having this like really great relationship with alcohol where everything's great and I can have two glasses of wine and be done and everything like that. Go weeks and weeks and weeks without drinking. Great. But then like something, a diversity would strike or something stressful or emotional would happen. And then I would see myself starting to like fall into like 
oh, we're no longer having just like one or two glasses of wine. Now we're having a bottle of wine or more, you know, those sort of things. And alcohol has uh, almost ruined my marriage on multiple occasions because um, drunk Megan is a crazy bitch. Um, And it has also almost ruined my marriage on multiple occasions because I have done really bad things that I shouldn't have. Um, It's ruined friendships. It has ruined friendships in my life. Because uh, I either said something obnoxious when I was drinking or did something stupid when I was drinking. It has ter- torn apart friendships of mine. It, I just, it has, it's not, it's not serving me. It's not making me a better person. And it's not that I can't go without it. I can and have done it many times. I've been pregnant three times. Didn't drink the whole pregnancy of all three children. Uh, I don't crave, like, I'm not like, oh my God, I need a bottle of wine right now. But I built up this habit of when I'm stressed out or I'm emotional of, you know, not feeling my feelings. Instead, I'm going to, you know, get my feelings drunk so they aren't really speaking to me. Uh, Or these habits of like, every celebration or everything I could get I got A's in college let's drink you know like or that it has to always be a part of social situations where it's always present and it's not the relationship I want with alcohol and it's not the relationship that is serving me I'm not it's not making me a better person even though that's what I thought for many years it is not making my life better, even though I thought that for many years. Instead, it's really just makes no sense for me right now in this stage of my life to even allow it in. And maybe someday I'll get to where my husband is, where he only has it on special occasions and he can have a couple and that's great. Or maybe he wants to try a new beer and he'll just have that beer. And, you know, he doesn't feel the the need. Um, He doesn't see as pouring out a beer he doesn't like as alcohol poisoning or uh, alcohol poisoning. Alcohol, um, it's not poisoning, alcohol abuse, you know, pouring it down the drain. Where when I was a kid, anytime somebody spilled a beer or like, you know, threw it out, it's like alcohol abuse, you got to finish that. So I had this, you know, information inundated in my head uh, to where like, I felt like you just couldn't leave like a half a beer there. You had to finish it. So these things just were not serving my life and I decided for the indefinite um, period of time, maybe forever, maybe for like a couple years, maybe for six months, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever go back to it to just stop. Just stop, you know? And to be honest, I was more worried about how my friends and family would react because it's always there. It's always a part of our interactions. I'm always the person that's, you know, like drinking at social occasions. Like I felt like it would separate me from those people that I like want in my life. But then I realized like if they can't support the fact that I'm not drinking, I'm not telling them they can't drink. I'm not saying I can't be around alcohol. Then do I really need them in my life? Like, you know, people who love you are supposed to care for you and support you. And I was also worried people would think I'm an alcoholic because any person I've ever known that's quit drinking was an alcoholic. That's why they quit drinking. I don't, I, I don't know if I've ever met anybody. I probably have. They just haven't said anything to me. You don't just like see somebody like, by the way, I don't drink. Um, I don't know if I've ever met anybody that just doesn't drink just because they don't feel like it's serving their life. Like I'm like, am I a unicorn here? Probably not. There's probably people out there. 
So I was scared people were going to be like, oh my God, Megan's an alcoholic. No, I just don't have a really positive, healthy relationship with alcohol. And I want that. I either don't want a relationship at all or I want to be able to be like my husband and just be like, oh, okay, well, it's a wedding. I have like a glass of champagne and we're good. But, you know, I built up this you know, buffer between me and the world. And that was alcohol. It was my social lubricant for my, you know, social anxiety, my introvertedness. Like suddenly I had like this confidence, like I said earlier. So I decided because of the tumultuous past, like kind of like any toxic relationship that even like in the really good times, they don't stay good forever. Maybe it's time to cut it off. And so I've decided to cut it off you know, indefinitely. I've been enjoying pinning mocktails on Pinterest because I do like the taste of margaritas and not just for the tequila. (laughs) I do like mojitos and not just for the rum that's in it. So guess what? I can have them just without the alcohol, which I know for some people I'm like, well, that's, that takes the fun out of it. I thought that too. And I thought like, oh, people can't be friends with me if they don't drink. But We are socialized to think that we need alcohol. We are socialized to think that alcohol is something that's got to be a part of our life all the time. Alcohol is a highly addictive substance that causes a lot of health problems and also causes a lot of societal problems. And yet we don't want to make marijuana legal, which um, the chances of overdosing on marijuana are slim to none. (laughs) You don't see people getting in car accidents because they smoked marijuana And um, they definitely, uh, unless you smoke it, obviously if you smoke it, it could cause lung problems like any other smoke you inhale. But for the most part, there's, uh, it actually helps your health in many ways. It's been proven. So you got me here. Like when I started seeing things like that, we're like, how come alcohol is legal? But I'm not saying take away the alcohol. I know that that's hard. And I know we've got a lot longer than our normal like 15 minutes I say a Friday is, but I really wanted to share this because maybe somebody out there is hearing this and thinking, I need to quit too, Megan. I really do. I just need to stop. It's not serving me in any way. I want to be my best self. And I honestly think my best self cannot come out with alcohol. Like cannot. I can't be my best self with having this relationship I've had with alcohol. So I'm going to give it up for an indefinite period of time. And it's going to be interesting, you know, to see how this plays out and how it serves me. And I'll keep you guys updated. But I'm not shaming anybody. You don't have to like give up alcohol. If you have a healthy, positive relationship with alcohol, like my husband, go for it, man. Like, you know, they are pretty yummy. But if you're like me and you're like, hmm, on occasion and more than once in my lifetime, multiple times in my lifetime, I have had a toxic relationship with alcohol, maybe you want to give it up too. And I'm here to support you if you need to. So don't forget, we do have a membership site now. All the things about, you know, being your best self and of course, a video about alcohol will come in after I have you know, gone through a couple months of this and you need to discover different things, but you can go over to inspiredwomencommunity.com and join that. It's only $9.99 a month right now and you're locked into that price or $99 a year. You're locked into that price 
for as long as you have your membership, as long as you don't cancel it. So even if the price goes up, you keep, or I should say even when the price goes up, you get to keep it at that price. All right, guys, so I hope you have an absolutely fabulous day and I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspired Women Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.